Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mufti Farhan Karani, can you hear me now? Uh, last, previously we spoke about suffer and the etiquettes. Inshallah we can continue in this line. Mufti Sahib can advise us. ألم ترى أن الله أنزل من السماء ما فأخرجنا به ثمرات مختلفا ألوانها ومن الجبال جدد بيض وحمر مختلف ألوانه ألوانها وغرابيب سود وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم تفكروا في خلق الله ولا تفكروا في الله فتخلقوا One of the things to look out for when we go on a, on a journey is the creation of Allah. Alhamdulillah, our country, South Africa, is such a beautiful country. You know, the landscape, landscape differs from province to province, even from town to town, even from suburb to suburb. You will find one suburb, it's flat land, and you just go to the next suburb, and you find, mashallah, rolling hills and beautiful scenery. So, Allah Ta'ala has created this earth. <coughs> Allah Ta'ala has created this earth in various um, shapes and forms and dynamics. So when we see the creation of Allah, for example, we're driving to Durban, you will see so many different mountains and uh, mountain ranges, and you will find different kind of trees. On one mountain, you will find so many different kinds of trees, different shades on one mountain as well. So Allah one the says They ponder over the creation of Allah. And look at Allah even says, وَلَقَدْ السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحَ وَحِفْظًا Allah says, we have beautified the sky. How is Allah adorned the sky? Allah has adorned the sky with stars, Allah says. بِمَصَابِيحَ There are stars scattered out in the sky, in the galaxy. And so many millions of miles away, yet we can see them twinkling. And this is the Qudrat of Allah Ta'ala. <coughs> Allah Ta'ala says in the end of the ayat, Tarika Taqadir al-Aziz al This is the Qudrat of the most powerful, the most knowledgeable. And only Allah can create this here. And we, when we, when we look at anything, and this is a form of uh, mudakara that we remind ourselves of the creation of Allah. So instead of you know, getting bored in the car, children get bored and they start fighting with each other. And so, ask them, who can find uh, a green mountain? Who can find a black mountain? Who can fly and find a white mountain? And make them aware, see, oh, okay, mashallah, you found this. Oh, look at that mountain. Okay, now what can you see on this mountain? And then you, 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 you try to take out from them um, different creation of Allah what they are witnessing, and then you tell them that, look, this only Allah can create. And only Allah Ta'ala can create this here. There is no other being that can create such a, such a magnificent sight. <clears throat> and so in this way, our children develop this, um, this love for Allah Ta'ala and this recognition of Allah Ta'ala. This is the most important thing. 
to recognize Allah Ta'ala. You know, Arif Billah, person who recognizes Allah Ta'ala. So even a small little child can recognize Allah Ta'ala. You know, one very amazing thing. The other day I was uh, talking to somebody and, you know, we were saying that, you know, wherever Allah Ta'ala mentions uh, Quran, Allah Ta'ala mentions Hikmah as well. And so why does Allah Ta'ala mention Quran and Hikmah? Allah Ta'ala is the one. Allah Ta'ala says, we give. We give the knowledge of the Quran and Hikmah. It comes from Allah Ta'ala. In the Western world, I'll tell you, wisdom comes after many years and wisdom comes with old age. That's not true. You know, young people can also have wisdom. Those who fear Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala grants them wisdom. Because that is a, a gift from Allah Ta'ala. So, because wisdom doesn't come with old age. So, the brother is telling me, that his son went to the optician, and the optician is telling him, you know, why you must read more books, strengthen the eyes. So innocently, the child asked the optometrist, that, is, uh, can you read Quran also? Is it also counted? Yes, subhanallah. And even a small little child recognizes that, um, why must I read books? Why is there the best book of Allah? The best book is Allah Ta'ala's book, the Quran. So, when Allah uh, says in the Quran to look at the skies, that who? Um, uh, where, does the, where, where does the rain come from? Are we the ones who send down the rain? See the rain falling. We do the dua for, uh, for rain when it's raining and when it's a downpour. And so Allah describes the, the mountains in the Quran. Allah says that Allah is the one who sent down the rain from the heavens. And Allah Ta'ala created And then he took out different kinds of fruit from the ground The sign from one ground Different kinds of fruit come out from there And certain grounds only only grow certain fruits You won't find that fruit growing in another place Maybe it will grow but it won't bear fruit So the, uh, the trees won't bear fruit So Allah Ta'ala has in his wisdom Where and how and why So rumors take the opportunity to recognize Allah Ta'ala in all these sites we see. Allah Ta'ala has granted us eyesight. We must make shukr for this eyesight by recognizing His creation and uh, clarifying Allah Ta'ala when we see His creation. And Allah Ta'ala speaks about the mountains and Allah Ta'ala says there are different kinds, different color mountains. You get red mountains, you get white mountains, you get black mountains, very deep, dark uh, mountains. So Allah Ta'ala is the one who creates all these things. If you look at the shapes of the mountains. And so when we see this, these creations of Allah, we're supposed to say, Subhanallah. Teach our children say, Subhanallah. MashaAllah. Look at this. Only who can create something like this here? And uh, only Allah Ta'ala can Not like, you know, South African um, uh, you oh, wow. No, Subhanallah. MashaAllah. Allahu Akbar. Look at that. And then we, we, we teach our children how to recognize Allah Ta'ala. When we look at the birds, we see the birds flying in the sky. And all those things we must take notice when we go out. When, uh, not only on safar, but even when we're at home. We must um, take time out to recognize who Allah Ta'ala is. We look at the, 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 the birds. Look at the formation of the birds. Uh, look at how the birds, they, they expand their wings and then they, they contract it. And how they, how they fly. They fly in an in arrow shape. It's uh, aerodynamic um, uh, maneuvers that the um, insan has uh, hijacked also this 
this uh, this um, a way of of traveling that it reduces drag in one uh, the formation of the birds exact formation in some years the doctor that and um, use it to save fuel to save fuel but Allah Taala uh, already granted the birds the understanding of how to fly so that they don't use so much of the energy and look at how Allah Taala uh, such a small bird and Allah Taala gave it this internet Allah Taala put it in his mind that this is how he's supposed to fly. Everything is in the in the kudrat of Allah Taala. Everything is under the instruction of Allah Taala. Even an ant, you look at the ant also. Hey, Subhanallah, look at this ant. How does he have the brain to such a small, minute brain? Yeah, you can see it under microscope only. That small little brain knows that I, I need to go in this direction. I need to follow this pattern. You see the ants also. They walk in a straight line. They don't even go out of line. You see our people when we're standing in the queue, all over the show, it looks like a big, uh, um, uh, uh, like a protest happening, you know, just, just to, to get something. So we're supposed to take lesson from the creation of Allah. That look how Allah Ta'ala's creation is so perfect, so perfect. Allah Ta'ala even takes a qasam on the stars, with samai, dadi, buruj. Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on, on the sky. And Allah Ta'ala speaks about the sky that, do you see any defect in the sky? Do you see that the sky, and, uh, is there any holes in the sky? Is there, are there any pillars holding up the sky? Yet you will find nothing like that because Allah Ta'ala is the one who is keeping the sky above us and not crashing on top of us. And look at the mountains, Allah Ta'ala says about the mountains, that the mountains, Jibal Otada and Waljibala Arsaha, that speaks about the, the mountains. Look at the mountains, they are so heavy. They are so heavy, a little bit disguising the stags on earth and to keep the, the foundation of the earth uh, stable. Allah uses the mountains. And then Allah says in other places about these mountains, how flimsy these mountains also, uh, how, how flimsy they are on the day of Qiyamah, how flimsy these mountains will be. And, um, and the, the mountains will be like cotton wool floating, like clumps of, of cotton wool floating in the sky. And this is the description of Qiyamah. So the same Allah who beautified the earth, Allah will, the same Allah will destroy everything and cause it to be destroyed and everything will be destroyed in this world. So Allah Ta'ala says that everything I've created, so this is a lesson for us. And the Raven says it's a lesson for you. See, this, this earth Allah Ta'ala gave it to us to walk on humbly and to benefit from the creation of Allah and to witness the, the magnificence of Allah. And Allah Ta'ala says, I'm going to take it away. So like how you came into this dunya, you're going to leave this dunya. You're not going to remain here forever. So Allah Ta'ala even says that He created us from nothing. And then He brought us into existence. And then you will crave, you, you, you will, you will uh, cause us to go into uh, nothing again, into the sand, mixed with the soil, and then Allah Ta'ala will recreate us again. So this Allah, the same Allah who created us, the same Allah will take us away from this world, and the same Allah will bring us back to life. So everything in this world is temporary. Like how we go and suffer also, it's temporary. We're going, we don't pack all our, our whole house and take trailers worth and say, no, we're going now um, for two weeks for holiday and then we take all our belongings worth. 
No, nobody is so silly to take all the belongings with <laughs> You know, Indians, when they pack for holiday, they take half the house with all the sources will come with, everything will, everything will come with, even, even if you've got a trailer, it's even too small. So this is how we travel. But we're supposed to travel light. We travel on journey. It, it, it is, uh, uh, suffer, traveling is a, is a portion of azab. Another hadith, this portion of Jannam, right? Jannam is suffering. So in travel, you, you're suffering in difficulty, you're not in your environment, you're not at home. You, know, you come home, you feel, Alhamdulillah, you know, I came home now. You, it is nothing like home. Even if you went to uh, Turkey or Kamoz or Seychelles or Mauritius, you come home, you step into your house, Alhamdulillah, and there's nothing better than home. You know, wherever you go in the world, you pay hundreds of thousands of, you know, millions of rents going on holiday, you come back home and say, Alhamdulillah, it's the best place I could be in. So, we must appreciate every ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. And look what it says about the ni'mat of Allah. That, uh, in these signs, are a point of reflection you know, for those people who have intellect, for those people who can, can think and reflect over the creation of Allah. So in everything we must take, must take lesson, derive lesson, and our iman must get stronger. And and most importantly, we must not forget Allah uh, in our salah. And uh, when we are um, going out, then we must not we must not uh, sin and transgress Allah Taala's ahkam, uh, Allah Taala's laws, because then we will be under the adab of Allah Taala. And you don't want to be somewhere where Allah Taala's adab is. And um, we must not go to places of adab. You mustn't go to place of adab. Go to a, uh, a place. Make sure that Allah Taala's adab is not on a place. How you know? You don't go stay in. You don't go to a casino. You don't go to cinemas. You don't go to um, uh, beaches where everybody is in the meeting. You don't go swim in the same place. You go swim somewhere else where there is a secluded place where not now dangerous. You're going to go swim with our great white sharks or something. You know, swim. Um, you don't have to go deep in, but you. Don't what the, the message is. Don't don't violate Allah Taala's ahkam, because then uh, the same ocean you're looking at. See, Alhamdulillah, Mashallah. Look at this ocean. The same ocean you can be adab. Same ocean. When twenty eleven, when the, the tsunamis came all over the world, the, the people were uh, violating Allah Taala's ahkam. They were celebrating kufr and shirk on the Christmas day. Allah Taala sent huge waves crashing and killing everybody. So that same ocean, if you're looking into marbling it, that same ocean can become a form of a destruction. So, uh, like I said, don't ponder over the creation of Allah. Don't ponder over Allah. That how did Allah Ta'ala come to existence? How did Allah Ta'ala exist? Astaghfirullah. How? Don't even, don't even entertain the thought it comes because it is not a good thought. What the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, that halakun will be destroyed. How? That your iman will be lost and be questioning Allah Ta'ala. And who Allah Ta'ala is and why is Allah Ta'ala there? Us, uh, us, uh, uh, believers, we, when we, when we see the, the creation of Allah and when we see the beneficence of Allah's creation, then our iman gets stronger. We look at the mushikeen and the kuffar and the atheists. The kuffar gets deeper, they go deeper into kuffar when they witness the magnificence of Allah. When they find out new things, then they go deeper into kuffar because they don't understand who Allah is. When we see these things, our iman gets stronger. We recognize more who Allah Ta'ala is. Jazakumullah khairan muftisa for these advices. I request your duas. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
respected listeners, we will go on for the, our Jews for the day. From us in the team, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.